0: Hello and welcome to the Even Stevens Ranked podcast, the podcast for all things Even Stevens. I'm Brittany Butler. I'm Ethan Brem. And today we are back, finally. Finally, <laughs> we took a a little break there. Um,
1: Jeez, Brittany, why'd you take so long to record?
0: <laughs> I I am I was dying. Um, so we we we're on separate. Uh, sides of the coast here of uh, the uh, USA and we both ended up getting sick at the same time around Christmas and New Year's and then Ethan you your your health just spiraled yeah. apparently So yeah
1: <laughs> like I coughed so much that I strained my abdominal and it still kind of hurts to talk but I couldn't I literally I was basically not talking for like 3 weeks mm. yeah
0: We had no we had no choice we had to extend that break um
1: Yeah So sorry, guys.
0: It's crazy, though. I was like, wow, our last episode was a month and a half ago or something at this point.
1: You're just increasing the demand, you know?
0: I know. It's very strange. I do want to point out, I've noticed the um, streams and downloads for the podcast have been going up uh, while we've been away a great amount. I mean, we just hit 800 total downloads. I think when we uploaded our last episode, we were at like 600 something. So during the break, we gained like 150 or something like that. I don't know who is listening out there.
1: (laughs) That's pretty cool. People are just re-listening maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe I don't know, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, if you're out there listening, of course, like we'll reiterate this all the time. But write into us, tweet, follow on Instagram, send us Mm -hmm. an email. We will love to hear from you. Yeah. So today we are here to talk about season one, episode seven, Foodzilla.
1: Tokyo is doomed.
0: (laughs) Tokyo is doomed. This is a pretty memorable episode. Oh, yeah. Mainly because they used so many of these clips on commercials. Especially, I shared one of the promos Mm -hmm. a while back. Uh, There's like one promo that they did for the show, like a really early one promoting it. And pretty much every clip they used was from this episode really <laughs> which is really weird and i have that promo like memorized they played it so much huh. so i think that might contribute to why this one is a little memorable i got
1: to look at it we have a uh, another one off character
0: yep yep <laughs> which
1: is weird cuz we we finally uh, gotten past the eric van lo saga
0: yes very excited to finally be into episode seven uh which was yeah directed by peter baldwin and written by mark warren who is someone who's heavily involved in the rest of the series mm-hmm. uh so he wrote
1: he wrote the movie also oh yeah he yeah yeah movie. so yeah. definitely
0: cool to see this is his first appearance yeah this episode has a 7.5 on imdb uh, I mean, 7 point, I'm so used to saying 7.5 because every episode has a 7.5. This one has a 7.7 yeah. 7. 7 on IMDb. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's an 8.7 on TV.com, which we talked about before. That's, like, basically a good rating because, like, there's no episode really below an 8.5, I don't think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's all relative, right? So within that, yeah. this is ranked towards the bottom of the entire series.
1: Interesting. This is a pretty popular episode, I feel.
0: Yeah, this was probably, I think, maybe like 15th to the bottom of the whole series, I think. Yeah. On TV.com. So that's kind of weird, because I enjoyed this episode this time around, I gotta say. Yeah. I don't know if it was because I haven't watched even Stevens for a month and a half, or mm-hmm. if it was just because, I don't know, it was just more enjoyable than I remembered. I have this episode ranked at number
1: 32. Yeah, and I have it at 29.
0: And so, pretty close. Yeah, pretty close once again. And something I wanted to do, we had talked about it a little bit before, like after rewatching the episode for the podcast, like trying to guess where we might have ranked it or like where it actually mm-hmm. is on our list and then checking the list and seeing how close we actually were to our yeah. our past selves. I had guessed that I had this at 31. Oh wow. I checked my list and it's 32. So I was like, okay, Weird. I guess I'm in the either in the same headspace or that's just where it belongs to me, I don't know.
1: I had guessed that this one was going to be in my top 25. I I think I put it around like between like 18 to 25. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be in like the the later half of the 25, but it ended up being 29. So it's still pretty close. Mm -hmm. That was also based off the fact that I always loved this episode. But I think when I was going through and rewatching and ranking it, when you compare it, you notice the like subtle things that maybe will move it a couple spots lower on your list you know
0: and it's that whole thing we talked about before with um, episodes that are more fresh in your memory or yeah. that have aired more frequently you're more likely to put them a little lower because yeah. you know but that might be unfair but it's just because you're way too familiar with it or something yeah
1: of course um, but also it could, it could work in, in its favor too because like there's some episodes that I am familiar with and that might be why I like it so much mm-hmm. you know yeah. So it could go either way, I think.
0: No, definitely. So the IMDb synopsis for this episode is Ren is starting a school news station. Wanting his 15 minutes of fame, Lewis contributes an accusing interview of the cafeteria lady whom he nicknames Foodzilla. <laughs>
1: Oh man, Lewis is so good in this
0: episode. <laughs> no, he he is, he is. The only thing I disagreed with with that was like I don't think he wants fifteen minutes of fame. He just
1: yeah, that that's a weird synopsis. I read that too. I was like, I think he just wants to you know try his hand at interviewing and doing something kind of funny.
0: Yeah, and like, and he says that, and he was like, oh, I can make you a comic masterpiece. Like he just wants yeah. to do something creative and and be involved. Yeah, with he wants this. to entertain people. Yeah. yeah. That's like a weird, that was a little bit of a weird synopsis. But yeah, more or less, that's what we're looking at here. General thoughts before we really dive into the plot points. Um,
1: I noticed some stuff this time around that kind of stood out that I didn't love the dialogue in this episode for some reason, Hmm. because it was really funny as far as like, I think the direction was really good and like Lewis is really good. And, uh, you know, all the characters were good, but I just... It's not that I didn't like it, it just was very on the nose. Mm. The, like, written jokes were on the nose, I think. I don't know.
0: That's an interesting thing. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I just said uh, that it's very memorable, because I didn't even really have much to say.
1: Yeah, I didn't either the first time around.
0: But I uh, basically, for my notes... Uh, today, I just said that I really enjoyed it this time around, maybe because I haven't watched Steven Stevens in a month and a half. Lewis's interview fiasco was obviously the highlight. I was dying. And it's also nice to see Ren give Lewis a shot at doing this whole thing
1: yeah i like that dynamics too and then i
0: said other than that it's just all right
1: (laughs) i felt like the first half of the episode was really 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 strong Mm -hmm. and and like most of the highlights kind of come from the first half and then the last half kind of becomes a little formulaic
0: or not just formulaic just like a little bland i don't don't know
1: yeah it's yeah it's there's a montage towards the end and i don't know
0: so yeah is that everything you want to say Yeah. All right. Moving on to these plot points. So the episode opens with a signature fast motion thing. (laughs)
1: Like the longest one ever.
0: So long. (laughs) So it's this crazy fast motion (laughs) bit outdoors. And it's like just zooming through the streets of their neighborhood.
1: Yeah. The entire town you pretty much get to see. (laughs)
0: And it lands uh, right on Ren and Lewis walking home. Mm-hmm. And Lewis is pestering Ren, just saying, please, 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 over and over again. And Ren keeps telling him, no, no, no. And obviously, that's leaving us wondering, what's going on? Like, what mm-hmm. does he want so bad? Basically, I mean, just to jump right to it. Uh, Lewis wants to host a segment or just be involved in the new news station or, you know, new Womb. It's the Wombat Report <laughs> that Ren is starting at school or in charge of it, rather. Because, I mean, she's in charge of everything ever.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vice Principal Ren Stevens, it's starting.
1: Yeah, I know it really is starting. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, he really, really wants to be a part of this whole thing. But Ren just doesn't think that he can take anything seriously enough and just doesn't want him to do it. She just will not let it happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much like the first like yeah. five minutes or something is just basically all about that. I
1: mean, we hear of Ren being like one of those high achievers in school, but this is like the first time I think we see her actually... Acting upon that and mm-hmm. being like the head of something.
0: Uh, so right around there, though, when you know Lewis is like, you know, I can make you a comic masterpiece. See, that's the problem right there. I take this project very seriously, whereas you take nothing seriously. Like I, I said in my review, it's like, like she she translated, "I can make you a comic masterpiece" into, "That's not serious. No one wants that. I don't want that." Yeah. But it's like. Hello, like it would have been like clearly if you let him do that, he would have taken the comedy seriously.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? He would have written something smart and like instead of just winging something. Or,
0: Which or we we making, see how that goes uh, making later it a disaster.
1: on. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, cause then he's like forced to take what he has given to him and, and just exploit it basically. Mm
0: hmm. But yeah, that always bothered me. You should have given him the opportunity to, you know, come up with something because it would have been funny and serious. Like, you know what I mean? I I don't know how to like explain it. it, Like
1: going back to take my sister, Mm -hmm. Ren doesn't have a great connection with what I think the kids like a realistic junior high student would want. Exactly Whereas Lewis does mm-hmm. um, She thinks everyone wants You know This integrity filled News report People <laughs> just want it. Like these These kids are like ah, I don't want to watch this But if it's funny They want to watch it you
0: Exactly know?
1: And that's Yeah we'll, we'll see the results of that
0: Mm-hmm. Cause yeah Right here is where We got that line One of the lines That they played on All the commercials When he takes mm-hmm. Two big things of broccoli And puts them under Either armpit And says You think I need to Shave my pits? I rest my case. Oh, you think I need to shave my pits?
1: <laughs> I love how she's like, you can't take anything seriously. And he said, like, I, c- I can be serious. And then immediately jumps into the broccoli under his armpits. <laughs> like could, like the joke was almost that that was him being serious. I, I wrote how he just, he can't resist a joke. if Even if it's to the detriment of his own reputation, <laughs> not being able to be serious.
0: Yep. So there is like a tiny little bit with Donnie right around there, which is kind of cute. He's kind of funny there as he's like randomly scraping carrots, like just cleaning vegetables. (laughs) Like, like why is he doing this?
1: Talking about how many impurities there are in carrots.
0: Like bug duty. (laughs) Yeah. It is just so weird cuz he's he's using the little magnifying glass too like examining these vegetables. <laughs> I don't know why this is happening. It's such
1: a random scene like it doesn't really serve a purpose other than Lewis
0: taking the broccoli
1: and him like suggesting to talk to Eileen about right. the problem. Mm-hmm. Donnie suggesting to Lewis mm-hmm. or or it's just to show Donnie. Like an excuse to show Donnie, I guess. Yeah,
0: but it's great. Yeah, so basically, that's that transition. Lewis asks Donnie, Ren won't let me be a part of her news thingy. What do I do? And he's like, There's Mm. an adult solution to situations like these. I ask mommy. (laughs) So Lewis goes out to talk to Eileen. And we see that Eileen is doing Tai Chi outside, mm-hmm. which I just think is kind of funny. The music she's always listening to just cracks me up because it's just yeah. the most generic, like serene sounding <laughs> music.
1: And she hates it.
0: She hates it. Yeah. Ugh, like no matter what, she just can't find the right music to accompany her tai chi. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. Lewis goes out there while she's doing that and just kind of mocks the the tai chi a little bit. You could kick grandma's butt. What is he? What does he call,
1: does
0: he call yeah. it? Slow mo karate. Whoa, slow mo karate! You could probably kick grandma's butt. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm mastering tai chi. <laughs>
1: yep and he pretends to be like matrix dodging her her kicks and
0: stuff lewis and eileen have a little conversation um yeah i think is that probably one of the jokes here that was maybe too written where you know he's like oh ren doesn't think i take anything seriously he tries to think of the times he was serious and he's like i didn't goof on her when she had that pimple
1: yeah
0: i didn't goof on her when she had that pimple on her nose You called it a Rice Krispie. Well, that's because it snap, crackled, and popped. Lois. That's because it snap, crackled, and popped. (laughs) (laughs) Ba-bam!
1: Yeah, like that joke, I was like, okay, that's like a little below even Stephen's bar, you
0: know? Yeah, that line always stood out to me where I was like, eh, that feels a little bit too much. Here's a joke.
1: You can see it on Shia's face that he kind of didn't fully believe believe in in the the line, line. yeah. Yeah.
0: So Eileen basically tells Lewis, okay, like, if you want to do this thing with Ren, you have to come up with a professional idea and present it to her and actually, you know, have her believe in you and take, you know, take you seriously. And right after that, Eileen tells him, I have an exercise that will help you focus. Do this with me. It's called Golden Chicken Stands on One Leg. You know what? I'm going to do the flaky biscuit sits in the lawn chair, Mom. You know, I'm going to do the flaky biscuit sits in the lawn chair. That's a good line. Which yeah. is one of my favorite things and is probably connected yeah. to something else in this episode. Yeah, because I feel like
1: he he ad-libbed that line a little bit mm-hmm. and, like, subconsciously was thinking about a reference that happens in the next scene. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That's,
0: That's what about, I always yeah. thought, too. But yeah, so it cuts to the next day at school. Uh, that wonderfully beautiful lunch that they put on uh, Lewis's uh, plate. And he says, look, it's pre-barfed. Yeah. Because it literally looks like throw up.
1: Yeah, it's disgusting. It
0: looks like barf. I really don't know what that could possibly be. It's like, it looks like maybe like peas and carrots and vegetables and crap. But like, what's all the sauce? Like, what is that?
1: Did you have a cafeteria in school? Yeah. In high school, we kind of did. But it was like, the food was pretty good and stuff. You went to public school, yeah?
0: Uh, no. I went to Catholic school my whole life. Okay, me and too. then public high school. Okay. But Yeah, thinking back to middle school, which was, I went to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. Our lunches were not the best, but we never had anything like that. We never, like, it was, everything was already, like, pre-made. Like, I think everything was frozen. We had, like, the square pizza. Yeah,
1: that was ours, too.
0: We had the really nasty chicken patties with nothing on them, just two buns and a slab of chicken. Like
1: Yeah, in high high school, that was the same thing. And, like, yeah, you know, the burgers were, like, passable. Mm -hmm. Like, you could eat them and stuff. They weren't bad. We didn't have anything, like, buffet style we didn't have anything like that yeah um, that was in high school in, in junior high or elementary school i went to, also went to catholic catholic school we didn't have we pretty much just brought our own lunch every day so mm. i don't really i didn't really live the buffet cafeteria life <laughs> no
0: I, I don't know many schools that have that even my high school yeah my high school didn't have that but my high school food no offense to my high school it was literally disgusting
1: really?
0: uh yeah it, but, And but that's like not- the
1: stereotype.
0: Yeah, like, but, but like I mean, in, it's not in cafeteria food. It was, but I mean, it's never as bad as they depict it on. Like, it's never yeah, literally throw it, up.
1: It, um, it must have been that bad in like the '60s and '70s because all these writers and creators who are older in the 90s always write talk that, about
0: it. yeah, yeah, no, but it, it, the food was just. They would have like pastrami sandwiches or something, and mm. they reeked, and it was just really? so gross. Oh, that's, the cafeteria always smelled like it was going up in flames. It was so bad. Uh, it was nasty.
1: But um, Yeah, sound, that sounds like it.
0: But yeah, it was, it was not good. Anyway, moving on from that, Lewis is with uh, Twitty and Tawny, and here, fun little Easter egg... Twitty mentions the Alan Twitty Project for the very first time. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Basically, mm-hmm. kicking off the band arc.
1: That lasts the whole three seasons, yeah. pretty much.
0: Mm-hmm. Our first mention of it, you know, Lewis is saying he needs a really good thing to write a segment about. And Twitty's like, maybe you could do it on my band, the Alan Twitty Project. <laughs> Tawny's like, you don't have a band. And he's like, I do have a band. But, and like, there's a problem with every single one of his members and why the band is not happening yeah and that's another thing too where he says that his lead singer has mono that's like the one illness they always (laughs) mention on like every teen show from the 90s and early 2000s and I don't know anyone that's ever had it
1: oh I do I know a couple people in high school had mono
0: but like what is it like I know they call it the kissing disease
1: yeah so you basically you can get it from your your immune system being really low so people who like don't get a lot of sleep or something like that I want to say it lasts like a few months oh god but like The first couple of weeks, you're, like, really, really bad. Like, it's basically, like, flu-like symptoms for a couple weeks, I think.
0: Oh, wow. That's I remember I I had a
1: really good friend in high school who had it. But that's
0: interesting. Why do they call it the kissing disease, though?
1: Because you can get it from other people, I think. I don't know.
0: Hmm. See, that's funny. But I think that's the main reason they mention it all the time, because it's known as the kissing disease. So it's like, let's just mention mono on teen shows all the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Boy Meets World also mentions mana oh
0: oh oh oh
1: uh, Corey gets mana <laughs> See where...
0: Boy Meets World action
1: <laughs> very tiny Boy Meets World next we're, we're, we're stretching it a little bit we're, we're
0: reaching what happened
1: with their lead singer in Battle of the Bands again I can't remember like why don't they have one um, they just don't have one right
0: yeah, I guess they just don't have it. The lead singer yeah. was um, Twitty, like, but he, yeah, but, but he like, sounded terrible. They were just playing around, I guess. Usually, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe that his lead singer never recovered. <laughs> <laughs> they just never got him back. Yeah. So Louis is saying, you know, he needs to come up with an idea, and he says, for all I know, like it's probably right in front of my face, and the lunch lady. <laughs> is right in front of his face literally uh and she just stares him right in the face which i think that might be another on the nose sort of thing yeah yeah it could be right in front of my face here's the lunch lady literally staring me down (laughs) i mean she is in his personal space yeah she's Uh, all up in there it's just really weird um, and so he gets the idea, like, yeah, let's I mean, let me write this thing on the lunch lady. So it cuts to Ren reading this report that Lewis had written up uh, and gave to her, called the cafeteria lady life behind the hairnet. Right? Is that what it's yeah. called?
1: Yeah, with like a r- random picture of a lunch lady on the cover.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's almost like a clip art of. <laughs> yeah,
1: clip art. That's the word I was looking for.
0: Uh, 2000s clip art. He gave this to Ren and she's reading it and she's super shocked. She's super happy. She's like sort of blown away reading this thing. Uh, and she's like, yeah, this is pretty good. And that's what I mean, where clearly if Lewis applies himself, mm-hmm. it'll turn out all right. Like he wrote this thing that impressed. Ren, like a written thing. He went and wrote it up and Ren is thoroughly impressed. But yeah, so he wrote this thing. Ren's really impressed and agrees to give him a segment. So there's a little bit right after this where Eileen comes into Ren's room and she's looking for, you know, the right sort of relaxing music for her tai chi. (laughs) And she's like, Ren, can I borrow a CD? So she looks through Ren's CD collection and she goes... Hmm, the Limp Biscuits. Now that sounds relaxing.
1: <laughs> it's, it's funny because Limp Biscuit, it's basically what Lewis was alluding to in the scene, Flaky Biscuit. Yeah. Like, you know, Limp Biscuit in a lawn chair. Like he could have said Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird... Little connection that I don't know which one Inspired the other I guess Right I also can't imagine Ren listening to Limp Bizkit
0: I know I know That was one thing That stood out to me this yeah, time It was always was
1: like a random I
0: think maybe it's just like A teenage thing Where it's like yeah. Oh this was a thing at the time So everyone has the CD <laughs>
1: Well yeah And like I remember like There are CDs back then That were like Parental advisory And like there was maybe Like a couple kids in your class Who are allowed to have it And mm-hmm. you like Listen to theirs because you you weren't allowed to have it.
0: Mm -hmm. Or they like burned it for you or something.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So that's pretty funny. Yeah, I definitely think that Shia's line and the Limp biscuit stuff is connected in some way. It's too much biscuit talk for one episode, I think.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of biscuits.
0: (laughs) So then we get a short sort of mirror talk montage thing, kind of. It's not really a mirror talk, but it's Lewis in the mirror practicing different ways uh, how to act on air for (laughs) the news report. It's pretty funny. I mean, I I enjoyed this.
1: I always like the Ted Koppel sitting in for Ted Koppel's hair.
0: Yep. (laughs) And Geraldo. I'm Geraldo Stevens. (laughs) With a serious report on fake mustaches. It's cute. So then it cuts straight to the premiere of the Wombat Report, which Ren cannot say.
1: Wombat Report.
0: Wombat Report, which I am such an uncultured swine because I never knew that this was a reference to Barbara Walters and SNL.
1: Yeah, Uh, Baba Wawa.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I felt so dumb once I realized that, like, two years ago. I just never got it. I was like, why can't she say it? Why are they having this happen?
1: (laughs) It is kind of like a weird tongue twister.
0: Yeah, Wombat Report. Wombat
1: Report. Wombat Report. Wombat Report. (laughs) I know there's like a speech thing where if the first word begins with a W and then the next word begins with an R, it's hard to say like or flipped. Mm-hmm. There's a basketball player named Russell Westbrook and people always say Russell Westbrook.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see that.
1: Yeah. But
0: yeah, eventually later on in the episode, she just realized it was. Is it in this episode where she's like the Wombat News? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Wombat, the Wombat news. news. She's like, you know what? Just forget it. It's not the Wombat Report anymore. It's it's the Wombat News. So yeah, it cuts to the Wombat News premiere, and she segues into this sort of like a coming up intro where she's like, "Today on our show, we will be doing this and that, and mm-hmm. uh, and just some." I love, love, love this part. We'll
1: go to Danica Henderson in the parking lot. Danica, thank you, Ren. Ever wonder what happens to the fines you pay on overdue library books? I have a shocking report.
0: Thank you, Danica. We'll look forward to that. And they zoom out and show, like, a red Lambo almost or something Uh in the librarian's parking spot. (laughs) And I never got that. And then I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) They're trying to say that, like, the librarian bought a freaking sports car (laughs) with all of the late fees or whatever.
1: Because there's so many late feasts.
0: I don't know why I just laughed so hard at that.
1: (laughs) It's so random.
0: It's just amazing.
1: I guess I never realized it was a librarian. I guess I always thought, because I I didn't, does it say librarian spot?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I also love the way it's not parked straight.
1: Yeah, it's like taking up two spots. <laughs> like
0: it's it's parked so recklessly.
1: <laughs> I just imagine this librarian being like super hardcore.
0: Yeah, I. but what's funny is that like I picture the stereotypical like old lady librarian yeah. just like spending the money of the late fees. Buying a Lamborghini. To, enough to afford this car. <laughs> Oh, that's man. Good. I don't know. I just I just thought that was so funny. It, with this little Danica segment, which we never get the rest of, which is kind of also hilarious. Well,
1: you, what else you need to know? <laughs> exactly. They that's, just, that's what's great. They like, just like,
0: tease you with this. I have a shocking report. I'm like, oh, I like, want to It hear. just
1: implies. It implies, like, the whole story. Like, you know, already.
0: <laughs> but, you know, in addition to that, we get... Uh, Artie Ryan, the sports guy.
1: Yeah. First, first, uh, appearance. <laughs>
0: uh, just probably the most underrated character. Yeah. He's oh, so, so good. Uh, yeah. he was on Freaks and Geeks, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Jerry Messing is the actor. Jerry Messing,
1: yeah. I actually really want to try to get him on the podcast. Like maybe after we've seen like a few Artie episodes. Well, I think That'd he's only cool.
0: in four, right? I think.
1: Yeah. Four. Yeah. Four or five uh, four or something. Or five. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, he's just great. He like he's not really the way you typically see him in this episode. He's like super excited. Yeah. In this yeah, episode, usually he's
1: very nonchalant and dry. Yeah. Kinda. He's usually yeah.
0: super deadpan, like couldn't care less. Yeah. Uh, but here he's like super static, and he's interviewing uh, Twitty, talking about like some basketball game that Twitty had won for Lawrence before. Like he had like mm-hmm. the winning basket or something, and Artie's just going insane over reliving this this. <laughs> experience. But first, a report from our sports guy, Artie Ryan.
1: Oh, yeah! Ellen Tweedy! Nice shot! Hey, how you doing? What's up, man? Let's go back to the big game against Red Hill. The team is down by one. The clock is ticking. Five, four, three, two, Tweedy stops. He shoots. It's good! Score! Ah,
0: oh, Dude, calm down, all right? You're like gonna pop an eyeball or something. Just deep breath, okay? In and out. <sighs> <laughs> oh man. And we
1: learned that he plays bass.
0: Yes, that is an amazing thing here, too. Uh hinting at the Twitty Stevens connection. Twitty puts the message out there that, hey, like my band is looking for a bass player. And Artie says, hey, hey, I I play bass, (laughs) which is pretty awesome because he goes on to be a member of the band.
1: I think it's interesting, like we're one off characters. They're only in like four or five episodes, but fans remember them being in so many more. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird. And Artie's, like, one of those cases. They
0: make such an an impression. Yeah, Um, that's how
1: you know they're, like, a really good character.
0: Mm -hmm. No, yeah, that's super great. And I also want to mention, during this whole scene where they're kind of showing Lewis getting Mm -hmm. ready for his segment, that little snippet of coming up on Danica's segment, and then this Artie Ryan interview, like, they're kind of going back and forth between this stuff. When they cut back to Twitty and Artie's interview, we get, like, they do this a few times throughout the series. It's, like, the back-end of a line that yeah. is just a wild line
1: yeah and you don't have any other context for it it's yeah. just out
0: of context but you don't need context and this one is twitty and he says let's just say that's the last time i ever played without a cup yeah <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, Disney!"
1: I think that was one of the lines I thought you were gonna pick.
0: Oh reason. no, 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 no! But it's just—it's crazy as well. Like some of the stuff that they got away with on this show. I'm yeah. like, they're—they're random sort of adult jokes that they throw in here. I'm like, wow. Oh yeah. And they're so easy to miss too. Like you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. They're just throw. They're like one-off throwaway lines, but
0: they're a throwaway line that is actually good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it paints a picture of what the conversation was about. Yep, without it's, being in it it's yet. so
0: good. I just I love when they do that. It's super funny so right before lewis's segment which is iconic and legendary
1: oh yeah it's amazing uh,
0: (laughs) um, tom who of course is the camera guy for the wombat Mm -hmm. report you know he asks lewis how his pre-interview went with the lunch lady and lewis is all "Uh, pre-interview no 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 (laughs) uh whatever whatever and tom's like oh, so you're just going to wing it. And he's like, yeah, is that how all the greats do it?
1: <laughs> not only does he not do a pre-interview, he doesn't even like warn the lunch ladies that they're even getting interviewed.
0: Oh, no. He, he just, just like barges into in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While they're making the lunches, he just like yeah. busts in there. Um, it's so great. So Ren introduces the segment. Oh, let's go to the cafeteria for our <laughs> segment with Lewis Stevens. And uh, he opens it. By saying, now we've all been in the cafeteria line, but what do we really know about the people who cook and serve the so-called food we eat?
1: <laughs> the so-called food. He's already insulting them like before
0: he's <laughs> Yeah, the very first line out of his mouth is already, it's already great. And he turns yeah. around to go into the cafeteria, opens the door. The door slams in the cameraman's face, slams in Tom's face on his way and he doesn't hold it open for them
1: he's yelling at them to move faster <laughs> <laughs> Guys, come on, what is it?
0: oh man yeah so he walks in there <laughs> Goes over to the lunch lady. Um. Um. Hi, Louis Stevens. Wombat report. I got a few questions. So yeah, he just asks her this stuff. Like, oh, tell me about your day. And I love the way the lunch lady is such a stereotypical foreign person. Yeah. Like the way she talks in such broken English with like such a what what, a, what kind of accent would you say it is? Like it's German, like Russian, or Russian, Russian. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. She's just like I stirred pot. <laughs> can you tell us what's in the pot beans which is also interesting
1: beans I asked you.
0: you know she sort of walks away from the pot and Lewis is like Pinto or Navy or whatever
1: he, he's just baiting her into like, into going crazy irritated. yeah yeah
0: and uh, he tries to like sniff the beans And Ren automatically knows She's like, Lewis, are you going to do something stupid? Uh, and
1: she knows Oh, <laughs> uh, you are
0: Yep, she knows it's about to go down in flames But then it just gets better, honestly Yeah. He goes, like, yeah, to just question her further And she's like
1: What do you want from me? How about the truth? <laughs> <laughs> and he says Is it
0: true you once ran out of chicken fingers And served human fingers? Why do you say such a say such lies! <laughs> uh-huh. Well, how do you explain this? It's so good. And it's just his finger bent down.
1: like Yeah.
0: <laughs> he just shows his bent finger to the camera like, uh, you all chopped off my finger and served it.
1: At this point, all integrity is lost in this news <laughs> interview. And... <laughs> And she just goes, like, bazonkers.
0: Oh, my God. One thing that I love here, too. So when she's like, what do you people want from me? And he's like, how about the truth? And, like, his voice, like, cracks. And it's just great. Yeah. Also, like, the truth about what? Like, he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't specified anything yet.
1: He hasn't, yeah. All, all, all he's asked <laughs> is if it's pinto or navy beans.
0: <laughs> and then he just wants the truth. That's all he wants is the truth.
1: <laughs> He's just implying that she's hiding, covering up all this stuff.
0: This is hysterical.
1: <laughs> it's honestly like one of the best scenes in the entire series.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's funny, like this is one of his better freakouts, I think, even though I f yeah it's like terrible What's happening to the lunch lady? Sure. It's yeah. still not as bad as some of his other ones that are like more cringeworthy to me because of how he's negatively affecting other people that are like closer like to Like Wild
1: Child. Yes,
0: that are that are closer to him than the lunch lady. Well, in
1: this one like say the lunch lady just freaks out and like starts throwing stuff and then, you know, Lewis leaves and the, and then the rest of the episode goes on in a different direction. Mm-hmm. It would have just been, you know, comic and, you mm-hmm. know, the lunch lady just freaking out and Lewis is just had this like Funny report that had no integrity, but mm-hmm. because of the scenes that happen later, mm-hmm. then it kind of puts it the perspective a little bit differently on the on this scene, on yeah. the freakout scene. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that's why it's like sometimes when you rewatch it, it can be like, Ugh, mm-hmm. why can't you do anything right ever? <laughs> <It's great. laughs> but just like on its own as a thing, it's just it's so funny. Yeah, one small detail here that always made me laugh. <laughs> He's like circling around the lunch lady and like going over to her other side and that guy is bringing over a hot tray of like cookies or something and it hits his uh-huh. arm and he's like that is hot this is hot
1: oh yeah <laughs> like, I don't know just, he's, just, just he's on me. another level
0: he's just insane right now
1: the music that's playing in the background while this freak out's happening is great oh yeah of like, course that, it's that, the aquatic yeah, yeah.
0: Dun, 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 dun.
1: <laughs> and then the camera guy or someone like falls to the ground and then Lucy is saying I'm gonna get you out I'm gonna get you out <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: it's literally as if it's a war scene, you know? Yeah. Lewis annoys the lunch lady so bad that she just starts, like, throwing flour at the camera. She's throwing <laughs> buns at the camera. She's throwing buns at all the news guys. Oh, my God.
1: If this was today, she would have been fired for throwing things at students. Oh, I know!
0: I know! I know. And this would have gone viral on YouTube. Yeah. Crazy school report gone wrong or something.
1: It would have been so good.
0: Yeah, it's it's too funny. And so Lewis is running from the buns that the lunch lady is pelting. And he's like hiding behind the cover of a pot. Like he's holding it up like a shield. (laughs) And then the camera guy falls over and he shouts, man down.
1: (laughs) Man down. It's It's
0: just, it's amazing. And this music is playing the whole time. Because again, there's a camera filming this whole thing involved here. So that's like, it has a slight mockumentary feel. Yeah. Like when all of this is happening and he's like, Tom, are you getting this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. I always think about stuff like this because the people who are watching it, the students who are watching it, aren't hearing the music. Mm -hmm. I always would wonder what it would, look like without the music or if how much the music heightens right the scene you know? right right it, i mean it was great mm-hmm. the music was great for it but i was just kind of i was something i was think about random
0: it just must have been like the craziest awkward thing with no music
1: oh yeah and and you know shia was probably ad-libbing oh yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Of that i'm gonna get you yeah. out i'm gonna get you
1: there's no way you can script the stuff that he's saying
0: no no <laughs> He's so good. So good.
1: It's an amazing scene. It's, you guys need to watch it's it. Wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's it, yeah.
0: I it's uploaded on the Even Stevens ranked YouTube channel. I've I've okay, I've cool. isolated cool. the scene. So this segment went down in flames, but I love it so much and I was dying laughing this time I watched it. And so the entire school is laughing. They're all getting a total kick out of it. But Ren is literally seeing flames in her eyes, uh, which is sort of a surreal thing, superimposing flames into Ren's yeah. uh, pupils.
1: <laughs> Very effective, though.
0: Yeah. I usually don't like things like that, but it mm-hmm. works here. Like,
1: uh, yeah, it does. Like,
0: it wasn't, like, as cheap as the dollar signs in Lewis's eyes in, yeah. in Ren We
1: Trust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just, just bad. So everyone loved the segment. They thought it was hilarious, but Ren is like pissed off and she's about (laughs) to go up to Lewis and like completely, you know, basically tell him you're never doing this again. Like you ruined my life. My career is, anything is over. Uh, but then Danica comes over. She's like, yeah, everyone loved the segment. Even Principal Wexler.
1: I know. Yeah, I I can't even. Ima- well, at this point, we've only seen Wexler once, I think.
0: Yeah, but it's like so
1: we don't really know. Knowing the whole series, it doesn't. It's kind of a weird thing because Wexler usually doesn't like that stuff.
0: Well, but it's also funny though because I I did realize I noticed that. Remember in Scrub Day, he's in favor of Scrub Day.
1: Yeah, yeah, I thought about that too. He's
0: in favor of the eighth graders tormenting the seventh graders. Like,
1: yeah, he, yeah, he likes chaos a little bit. I but think.
0: it's just too funny though that it's like. You know, if anything, he should yeah. have been sympathetic towards another staff member. You know what I mean? And yeah, and, and I you, don't know. You,
1: and also because of you knowing his relationship with Lewis throughout the rest of the series, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird that he would be um, like, "Oh,
0: I loved what he did."
1: <laughs> yeah, he did everything. Lewis does is ridiculous, even if he would normally like it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and of course, I forgot to mention. During the incredible meltdown scene, that is when Lewis screams, "It's Foodzilla!"
1: Yeah, Tokyo is doomed.
0: <laughs> Tokyo is doomed. Uh, as she's standing there, you know, towering over them, throwing. Oh yeah,
1: picks. and she yeah he she looks like Godzilla. Yeah, like the way the angle. I mean, not physically, but you know. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole way angle. They shot, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that's the uh, title of the episode right there and where it came from. Since everyone loved it, Ren just sort of lets everyone else's opinion sway how she feels immediately. Yeah. Immediately.
1: It's interesting. It's, it's actually kind of a deep concept. She has a lot of integrity, I think, mm-hmm. and she wants everything she does to have integrity. Mm-hmm. And she takes things a little too seriously sometimes. But this was one of those things where she wanted the thing to have integrity, but she sees how shock news is effective. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, maybe it is a good thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so you kind of see that conflict that she's having. Yeah. And how she's so easily swayed.
0: Yeah. But I just always thought it was funny how like immediately, like that's all she needs to know. Yeah. And then she just walks over to Lewis, and she's so happy. She was like, let's talk about your next segment.
1: She didn't want anything funny. But then now that he did something funny and everyone loved it now she wants something funny it's Mm -hmm. just I I think it's intentional I don't think it's like uh, oh yeah no no but it's it's, that's one of the things about the episode kind of more uh, under the surface that I liked about it
0: Mm -hmm. it's lunchtime Lewis and Ren go to the cafeteria and she's telling him oh you know I think you could do a whole series of intimate portraits which it's like Ren what he did was not an intimate portrait in any way, shape, or form. But she's
1: basically asking him to like trash all these other like blue collar workers for the school. And stuff.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, it is, and then she genuinely says that, which I actually did like this line a lot, though. Like, yeah, this I, is a I, good one. I laughed.
1: This is another one I thought you were gonna pick.
0: I I might have actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what, what Lewis says in response yeah yeah
0: yeah so Lewis is like how about like the janitor she's like really mr. Gordon
1: well I guess you could trash him you get it trash he's the custodian red oh. I'll do the comedy <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was a good one <laughs> Yeah I like I really laughed uh, This time So yeah So they're at lunch Lunch lady comes out Getting ready to serve lunch And this kid that looks Exactly like Cleo Thomas Who played Zero in Holes
1: Okay this kid's in a commercial In the 90s and I can't remember <laughs> Really? was like a Capri Sun commercial I th- I want to say
0: Yeah I think you said that before yeah. So this kid uh, Who I always thought Was Zero from Holes Honestly um, Yeah he looks, he looks like him He turns around And starts screaming Get- and then the entire cafeteria just points and laughs. Literally ha, 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 old school point and laugh at the lunch. <laughs> like literally they all just stand up and point at her.
1: It's like that like nightmare you have of everyone laughing at you when you're giving a speech and like, <laughs> pointing at you.
0: The poor lady very dramatically... Uh, <laughs> throws the food in the air and runs away.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Just in utter embarrassment. And Lewis and Ren obviously feel terrible, so the remorse starts to seep in. Yeah, so the lunch lady quit her job on the spot because of the (laughs) embarrassment and everything that happened. So Lewis and Ren tell Eileen all of this when they get home that night. It's also funny because this is when Eileen tells Ren Sweetheart, I listened to the Limpy Biscuits. What interesting lyrics. I did it all for the. Mom, ah, ah, you'll get this back when you're 30. Yeah, pretty great. Uh, it's
1: a good line. Every time I think of Limp Biscuit from after I watch this episode, I think the Limpy Biscuits.
0: Yep. It's like my pet peeve when my nana calls Fallout Boy the Fallout Boys. I think when <laughs> you
1: turn like 60, you just start putting the in front of things. <laughs> like the Google. I'm going to use the Twitter.
0: Yep. I'm going to use the Facebook, the Twitter.
1: The Facebook.
0: Yep. Yeah. And there's also a line here that they used in that same promo where, uh, you know, they're talking about everything that happened. And Ren says, Mm.
1: you are a horrible little person. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you.
0: And so that's that. And Eileen, uh, you know, heard all about it. So she tells them, you have to go over to Foodzilla's to the lunch lady's house and apologize. To house. Yes. Today. That's what happens. Lewis and Wren go to her house.
1: How do they get the address is what I want to know.
0: Yeah, I want to know that, too. Because, of course, they're in the same clothes, like, same day. I don't know how they found out, so last minute, but... I don't know, maybe they just called the school or...
1: Or Ren probably has access to everybody's files. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, Vice Principal Ren Stevens. It's it's yeah. like we said, it's starting. She probably just... Or she probably has a copy of all the records, like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so they go to her house. It's a creepy house with a flickering lamp outside. And Louis uh, has a little horrible vision of himself, like, as a pig on a spit. Yeah, <laughs> and which is super surreal. And he's like imagining that that's what the lunch lady is going to do to him once they go into the house.
1: It's interesting. Like you don't. I, I I wrote this too on my on my article. You don't really see this side of lewis a lot like the remorseful side mm-hmm. like this may be one of the most remorseful you see him the only other two i can think of is swap.com or easy crier like those are the two i can think of oh no he no really, no i d- could
0: think of a lot of other episodes where he's remorseful like even more remorseful but, than this but
1: not just rem- but it's just the way he acts remorseful like he act he played it a different way this time i think mm. i don't know it's just something i notice like every time i watch this episode. Yeah.
0: But that's why we talk about this stuff observations. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: So they go to her house, and, you know, Lewis and Wren are terrified. They both uh, share this really tiny chair <laughs> because they're just, they just try to stick together. And the lunch lady is like, you know, she's like, why you make fun or whatever. And mm. they're like, oh, you know, sometimes when kids don't know someone or whatever, they're either afraid of them. Or they make fun of them. So the lunch lady, whose name we find out is Elsa Schatz.
1: Elsa Schatz.
0: She says, you want to know me? I show you. So she claps twice. She has a little light clapper system, gets a spotlight on her, and starts yodeling. Um, Also clearly lip syncing, yodeling as well. Oh, (laughs)
1: yeah. It sounds like a guy's voice. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And it's so funny because I always laughed at this because I was like, how is that showing me who you are in any way, shape or form? But then at the same time, I'm like, I'm a musician, so I know like if I were to show someone Mm -hmm. uh, a part of me, obviously it would be my music. So I do get it in that way.
1: Show that you're more than just a lunchroom lady. Like Mm -hmm. you're also... You like do this yeah. yeah
0: Yeah, So yeah it's kind of cool But it's just kind of fun. Like it's the fact that She's a yodeler That's just kind of yeah. funny That you know It's even Stevens She can't it's be so even
1: Stevens Yeah, yeah. she
0: can't be anything Run of the mill She has to be a freaking yodeler <laughs>
1: Yeah Well if she was And I think that's the way This show a lot of times Like avoids being Kind of cheesy Yeah They made it ridiculous So it made it funny Yeah,
0: yeah. Or like Or it's it was like I, cool. I love painting Or like something You know Yeah
1: Then you're like Oh okay I guess
0: Yeah but Yodeling yeah. Literally <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then, yeah, Lewis and Ren try to do it. <laughs> that was really cool. How do you do that? It's, uh, how do you say, in the throat. Uh, you try.
0: <laughs> well, I guess it's harder than it looks. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um But yeah, so the lunch lady, I, 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 I laugh too because... She says that she came over from Europe to be a professional <laughs> yodeler in America.
1: Yeah, nobody wants that.
0: <laughs> Why would she get up and move countries?
1: Yeah, you need to do some research.
0: Yeah, like this is a career choice and like massive yeah, moves. You need,
1: you need to do, you, there's no demand for yodeling in
0: America. <laughs> I was like, when have you heard like a top 40 yodeling hit? Like, y- you know. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not gonna happen here unless you're that Walmart kid that went viral recently. Wasn't that the kid? Yes, oh, yeah. It's <laughs> the yodeling kid. Yeah,
1: he was a yodeler.
0: So that maybe, maybe today, 2018, 2019, yodeling lunch lady would go viral. She, she would have her yeah. time in the sun now.
1: Yodeling is making a comeback.
0: <laughs> but yeah, back then, trying to find yodeling work in America. Not going to happen. So yeah. she became a lunch lady in order to sustain her life uh, instead mm-hmm. of trying to be a breakout yodeling star. I guess so yeah. that, that that wasn't I, working. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I, like, that seems like something that's more popular in Europe, like Germany or Russia, or like yeah. wherever she's from. It seems like that's where she'd probably have yeah, more
1: love. Definitely like Switzerland. Yeah,
0: that's what I said. Yeah,
1: Germany. Yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre.
0: <laughs> it's really why, weird.
1: And why, like Sacramento? <laughs> like at least move to Los Angeles, <laughs> like where there's some sort of entertainment population. <laughs> I'm like, laughing so hard. Sacramento's, like, the driest city.
0: <laughs> but again, that's even Stevens. They live in freaking Sacramento. It's, like...
1: It's, yeah. It's so random. It's, like, one of the only sh- shows that takes place in Sacramento.
0: <laughs> it's, just, it's it's too good. It's it's too good.
1: It doesn't even make sense.
0: It does, Nothing about this makes sense, but that's why it's so great. So she explains all of this to them. She says, you know, now all the kids just make fun of me. And again, I was always confused about how this turned into let's give her a makeover. Um, yeah. But it's- like they're
1: basically saying, well, also, you're ugly. So let's give her a makeover.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I
1: killed Brittany. <laughs> I don't
0: know what's wrong with me today. I have tears in my eyes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm... I can't breathe um <laughs> no, but yeah I don't that's
1: basically what they said
0: <laughs> I never understood how this like she could...
1: never said oh everyone thinks I'm ugly they're just like oh you do yodelling we're gonna give you a makeover that's
0: the thing though like I never thought that she said that but then I paid closer attention and she does. like the line she says right before they segue into this is she says mm-hmm. to them I'll always be large person with ladle
1: oh I guess that's true yeah
0: and so I was like okay like maybe that gave them the idea to like, make her more than just this
1: but she's still large yeah. like they don't, they don't give her a liposuction they literally just put like a bandana in her hair and, and like cut her toenails
0: she and, and actually their goal was for her to still be the lunch lady yeah
1: like she can't wear any of that when she's serving lunch she still has to wear like a hairnet and stuff she can't just wear like this leopard print dressed to serve lunch (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't make any sense
0: so basically (laughs) it segues into them giving Miss shots a, a makeover and it's a bit of a montage and there's some surreal stuff in here too like her toenails are disgusting and you know L- lewis is it's not getting the job done with just like a nail filer so he becomes a welder uh yeah. and like pulls out like freaking welding equipment to chip away at it, her feet um and they,
1: they totally <laughs> took that from Demon Dumb and demmer by the way, I don't know if you've ever seen it really them. oh
0: no no I'm not yeah I'm not too familiar big cut,
1: well, yeah when uh, Jim Carrey's character he's getting they're getting like a, man, a manicure and pedicure or whatever and the guy uses like the little I don't know what that thing's called yeah, a buffer or whatever yeah yeah on his toenails it's like the same thing
0: hmm. well, there you go fun fact but yeah, so they do all of this, and they're like, oh, here she is, the new and improved Miss Elsa shots. And there's, like, that music. Wah, wah.
1: <laughs> Catwalk music. Yeah, it's supposed to
0: be, like, sexy music, kind of. Yeah. And she's, you know, showing off her new look, which is, like, her hair all styled and nail polish and some makeup. And I always wanted to. She's wearing, like, there's, like, cheetah print on everything she's
1: wearing. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I... Looked closely, I think it's her uniform. I think they like bedazzled oh, her really? uniform. Oh, okay. It's not a dress. It's it's like it, it's like that It's it's um, like a button down? Yeah, it's like an off white tan button down short sleeve shirt. Okay. Um but they just added like cheetah print trimming to it and stuff. Huh. Yeah, but then I was like, "Where did they have the cheetah print trimming? Like, does she just have that around the house? Like, and they have like a whole like little nice outfit for her too, like cute sandals, little capris. I'm like, did she already have all this stuff? Like, like
1: yeah, she must have had that stuff. Yeah, it's, just, it's bizarre. She's
0: been hiding this this whole time.
1: It's just one of those like things. It's like uh, sitcom reasons, you know. <laughs> that's it.
0: Suddenly, you know, they're all friends now, and oh, come back later, children. I yodel for you. <laughs> Come visit <laughs> and, me. Yep. And uh, so they are all good. So it's the next day at school. Lunch lady isn't there yet. Louis is all, oh, don't worry, she'll be here. And I'm pretty sure you'll like what you see.
1: <laughs> and I like, yeah, Tweet says, Foodzilla. He says something about Foodzilla. And then, like, Louis starts to kind of, like, laugh. And he's like, no, dude. you Like, her, yeah. she's really nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you can tell. Mm-hmm the experience had a profound effect on him yeah yeah and twitty's like she better show up sooner i'm gonna eat my own foot <laughs> and uh he's like oh yeah she'll be here and lunch lady comes walking out back to us we don't know who it is yeah turns around it's some other lady with a gold tooth and lewis is just like you're not Miss shots where's Miss shots then it cuts to the wombat report again lewis has a little report to give, a little update on his, you no know, segment and everything that happened. That's when he gets um, really pretty serious, uh, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and this is also when he makes the Baba Wawa yeah, reference. Baba. Thanks, Baba. Pushes Ren out of the frame. <laughs> Thanks, Baba. You know, so he just says this thing where he's like... Now, humor can hurt. That's what I learned last week. But love can heal. On the very next day, coming back to school to serve us nutritious and well balanced meals, Miss Shots ran into our very own custodian, Mr. Gordon. Now, let me just tell you, Miss Shots was looking hot. Let's let's just go to the videotape. Miss Shots ran into the janitor, Mr. Gordon, who was going to be Lewis's next subject, but I guess not because Miss Shots and Mr. Gordon immediately eloped to Las Vegas. And got married Mm -hmm. or they're engaged or whatever. And yeah, it's crazy. And we get video footage of them uh, saying hello in front of a very obvious Vegas green screen, which is great. Um, And I love the way Mr. Gordon has no lines at all.
1: (laughs) Well, then they have to pay him, right?
0: Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And the last line too, kind of cheesy, how Ren's like, Thank you, Lewis. Excellent report. Thank you, Ren. Seriously.
1: Seriously? Oh, yeah, that was the other one. I was like, okay, that's clever.
0: It was like, yeah, that one always kind of made me cringe a little bit. Shy
1: kind of smirks, too, when he says it, like, they made me say this.
0: (laughs) Yep. So that's basically the episode, and then it comes Mm -hmm. back for a little minute bit, uh, final minute bit, where... Eileen is doing her tai chi to yodeling music, and she's like, "Oh, who would ever think that I'd find peace in this?" She finally found her soothing music, and I always thought it was Lewis doing the actual yodeling, but I think, I think it's just supposed to be him, like lip syncing to
1: a really? yodeling I also track. Thought, I also thought it was supposed to be one of those surreal things where he was like
0: yeah I, I
1: learned how to yodel i don't know yeah i did way, too
0: I, I did too but it's like obviously shy is like really bad at doing that convincingly like yeah. he's like he's just flailing around like a weirdo and just <laughs> and you know
1: so over the top
0: it's obvious like it's cl- obviously yeah. not coming from him so so yeah i don't know either way is fine but yeah and that's the end of the episode yeah. any final thoughts
1: uh yeah i mean um 29 is pretty solid uh mm-hmm. i think uh, i'd leave it around there just because yeah the latter half it's entertaining but it's just kind of not as good as even stevens could be mm-hmm. i don't think um but i mean the first half is just gold i think with, <laughs> uh just lewis is so good with the interview his freakouts, and just all that um mm-hmm. it's really good
0: same, and I, I, think I'd, I'd leave it at thirty two as well. Since this time, I was like, eh, I'd probably put this at thirty <laughs> yeah. one. Checked my list; it's thirty two. So I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, I guess, you go. I guess I'm still pretty uh, spot on with that. So moving on to our segments, uh, we still do an MVP. I don't know. You got one? Yeah, I mean,
1: I put, I put Lewis, my non Lewis MVP. Oh, man, I I put Twitty. I couldn't really. Just cause he had a couple, <laughs> Twitty
0: was kind of terrible in this episode, he had, though.
1: He had a couple, but he was like funny. I, he had a couple funny lines. I I also thought about Ren. I mean, yeah. she was decent. I don't know.
0: But Twitty was one of the people like leading the taunting yeah. on the Lunge lady. Like, yeah, that's true. terrible. He was the second.
1: He was the second person. Yeah. This. I mean, this is one of those episodes where I mean, there's a lot of them, but this one really stands out as one of those episodes where if Lewis wasn't in it i don't think it would have been
0: oh yeah well of course i mean that's pretty much every episode of the show
1: well well, yeah (laughs) but i mean like at least some of them like there's there's still like you know like especially in the later ones you know donnie's really good Mm -hmm. or like you know there's some good stuff with twitty and tawny or ren or or whoever yeah I, i don't think that it would have been a good episode otherwise
0: yeah yeah, honestly, for my MVP, I put Miss Shots.
1: Oh, there you go. I yeah, I guess I didn't really think of that.
0: She was a good sport this whole yeah, episode, you know. That's and then true. she, yeah, she, she was turned good. Out, came out on top and uh, yeah. happy. Yeah, and, yeah,
1: there you yeah, go. That's a good one. I don't know
0: because like MVP to me, it's not like who was the most valuable person in the episode. it's, oh, okay. just, it's just like the person that like was sort of a standout or. Um, okay or deserves a bit of a shout out or something like that
1: yeah that's that's a good criteria personally i do like if this obviously it's mostly going to be lewis but if this person like this person contributed
0: this much to the thing yeah
1: to making the episode enjoyable i guess mm-hmm. yeah
0: so moving on to trivia. trivia is it true did you know that- for your information is it true that what does that mean First off, the lunch lady, Miss Schatz, was played by Mm. Wendy Worthington, who is in A Million Things, including she is Sally Shine's nanny in The Tower of Terror.
1: Tower of Terror, yeah, that's the one I, I remember the most.
0: Yeah, but we talked about that movie in our holiday special. I
1: love that movie, yeah. Yeah,
0: she was also... Uh, she's typecast. She played an evil lunch lady on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where she was trying to poison everyone.
1: <laughs> oh wow! She was in Good Burger.
0: Oh no way!
1: I didn't remember her in that. Yeah, I just me saw either. It on IMDb though.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So that's just sort of uh, funny. According to TV.com, they said that this is one of the only times that they mentioned that Twitty is on the basketball team. Mm-hmm. The only other time I can think of is Luscious Lou. A
1: couple times he says, I got practice, but he doesn't say like what sport. He just right. says, I have practice.
0: Oh, does he say that he has basketball practice in the last episode? I think he Lewis just says in the middle.
1: practice, doesn't he? I think I he says basketball
0: after. practice. Let me see. Nope, he says basketball practice.
1: Oh, he does. Okay. Yep.
0: Uh, anyway, yeah, so there's that. And then Danica, the actress who plays. Danica. I'm forgetting her name right now, but she is the real life sister of Mandy Always Gets Her Man, Sanchez. Sanchez, yeah. She was also the friend of Ryan Merriman in The Luck of the Irish.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode is written by Mark Warren, who's mm-hmm. the executive producer on like most of the episode, or maybe like half the episodes. Yeah. He's also executive producer on That's a Raven and Full House. He wrote... Probably, I think, 10 even Stevens episodes, including... And plus the movie. I averaged my ranking of all the episodes that he wrote because some of them are, like, the last, like, 10 or 15 on my list. And, Mm. like, he has two... In my top 10 Pretty much is an extreme Either way So he did like <laughs> Ren We Trust Oh no Little he Mis- wrote that? Yeah
0: Oh wow Little
1: Mr. Sacktown uh, Boy on a Rock My Best Friend's Girlfriend Influenza
0: I like some of those though
1: And then he did Battle of the Bands And Starstruck Which are two of my favorite episodes how can
0: you go from battle of the bands to In ren we trust i, I how yeah, does that happen
1: i don't know i mean maybe it was just i'm i didn't look at if run in ren we trust had a co writer mm. but the average ranking of his episodes was a 40 basically mm. and then it was directed by peter baldwin who actually died uh two years ago and he was almost 70 when he directed this episode which i thought was wow. weird but he directed Head Games, Shutterbugged, Movie Madness, Secrets and Spies, and Short Story. Short Story was actually his final credit at all on IMDb. Oh. But this guy, he's won an Emmy. Uh, he, he won an Emmy directing in a Wonder Years episode. He directed two Salute Your Shorts episodes, which is one of my favorite shows, mm-hmm. including the pilot, uh, you know, Full House, Brady Bunch, Mary Tyler Moore. He's just a pretty storied director all around. Yeah.
0: You got anything else?
1: Oh, also the monthly food pass for Lawrence Junior High is $45. Wait, what? I noticed it on the back side of the in one of the scenes. Really? Yeah. For, I don't know, I for a month? Wrote, yeah, $45 a month. Pretty good.
0: Pretty good. I feel it's like, like that's a dollar a, a day. I feel I don't know, but that sounds expensive per month.
1: Well, like, think if you get a free meal. Well,
0: because I'm just thinking of like middle school kids, but then I'm remembering that like, yeah, their parents pay for it. So
1: oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you paying for it in advance, basically.
0: Yeah. So sort of piggybacking off of trivia, the pop culture in this episode, we have mm-hmm. Godzilla, obviously. Yeah. Godzilla reference. We have Geraldo Rivera. Yeah. Uh, Nightline and Ted Koppel. Mm-hmm. The Baba Wawa, uh Gilda Radner SNL thing. We have Limp Biscuit, and we have the Ride of the Valkyries, or Valkyries? I don't know how you Valkyrie. pronounce...
1: Yeah, yeah, Ride of the Valkyries. It's uh, by Wagner. The yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The, the iconic yeah. Uh, score. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had all that stuff going on in here. That's pretty much that. So, quickly... I have some tweets. Yes.
1: <laughs> my Honestly,
0: favorite. my favorite segment.
1: Oh, well, aside
0: from the Wombat News, this is probably my favorite segment. Oh, that's segment. true.
1: Yeah, Wombat News is good.
0: This first tweet is from Jordan Huffman, and I have no idea what this means. She said, quote, and this is like a quote. It's hashtag stuff Jess says. I don't know who Adina Menzel is, but I know the lunch lady from Even Stevens when I see her. Hashtag Foodzilla. There you go. I'm like, okay. We have another one from Andre Lagahit. He says, LOL, Foodzilla from Even Stevens is on this episode of Glee. LOL, and the fat guy from Hannah Montana.
1: The fat guy? Which one? (laughs) Is that like her agent or something?
0: I don't know, but it just made me laugh because I was like... Uh, Who? Like, I'm just like, how is that? You know,
1: the one fat guy on (laughs) Amazon.
0: Then we have another one from Ebert. It's a quoted tweet. So this is from, like, uh, 2014, before you could actually quote tweets and add something. Okay. Whoever this person she's quoting, they said, This customer at my job today looked like the lunch lady from Even Stevens. And they put a picture... And then this person said, LMAO, why about it? But the link to the picture is broken. Like the tweet has been deleted. Uh, That sucks. So I'm so sad that we can't see the photographic evidence of that. Next tweet is from Deanna. She says, first of all, again, real quick with this, we talked about this before, people pronouncing or spelling all of the characters mm-hmm. on the show, their names wrong. We talked about, you know, Tweedy being a big one. Yeah. People calling Tweety Tweety. Well, I have a new one for you here. For some reason, this person remembered that it was Lewis and Tweety who gave the Lunch Lady the makeover. Don't okay. know why they remembered that. But they called Tweety. You ready for this? Uh-huh. Tweety.
1: <laughs> Tweety. Hashtag Team Twitty.
0: T-W-O-O-D-Y. And then she said parentheses question mark.
1: <laughs> about how to spell his name I, yeah you definitely didn't spell it right uh <laughs> second of all i think she's conflating this episode with easy crier maybe
0: i mean i don't even know i mean or just people just remember the friend and they're like maybe i guess it was him yeah, that did it i, I don't know because
1: yeah like, lewis and ren didn't do a lot of stuff together mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so she said, oh, Sally Shine's mean nanny is the gross lunch lady that Lewis and Tootie,
1: question gr- <laughs> mark, the gross lunch lady
0: makeover in that one episode of Even Stevens. Anyone feel me? I feel you. And then the last thing is from Chelsea. She says, dude, the lunch lady who was trying to poison everyone on Buffy is the lunch lady who they gave a makeover to in Even Stevens. Hashtag typecast.
1: <laughs> that's a weird one. Yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah. That's it. That That's all the tweets.
1: She's in so much stuff.
0: She really is.
1: And she's American too. She is, that's the accent she Oh I I, really,
0: I I think I knew that. Yeah. I could tell that wasn't that wasn't legit.
1: Yeah, it was very stereotypical. <laughs> yeah.
0: Accent. yeah, Disney loves their stereotypical accents. Oh, like yeah. that show yeah. um I hate it. Jesse and Bunked the Poor oh, yeah. Indian Kid.
1: Oh yeah. He's American, right?
0: Yeah, he's American, and he does not have an Indian accent, but they make him put it on. They make him have an
1: Indian accent? I'm
0: like, that's the worst. Like, everyone, like, it's so terrible when they, like, perpetuate, like... Robbie Ross, a pleasure. You must be Miss Gladys, the proprietor. Thank you for letting Mrs. Kipling come to camp. I assure you, the odds of her eating any campers are very remote. Oh, my God. That is so bad. Like, Uh, why would you do this, Disney? It's weird. I feel bad for the guy that has to, like, perpetuate the stereotype of his people. Can
1: you do an Indian accent? All right, cool. You're it. (laughs)
0: It's so bad. Oh, man. Anyway, so moving on quickly. Best quote.
1: Mine was the slow-mo karate. Bet you could kick grandma's butt. (laughs) I just liked how he delivered it.
0: Yeah, honestly, I forgot about this segment because we took such a long break. I was totally forgetting like what we actually used to do on this podcast. So last minute I had to pick a quote out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. But I think the one I always really liked is I'm going to do the flaky biscuit sits in the lawn chair. Yeah, that's a good Um, one. And then if not that, it was just going to be the I'll do the comedy.
1: Yep, that's a good one too. I
0: just really liked that. Final segment, moving on, the Wombat News. The Wombat News. The Wombat News was born in this very episode of the show, uh, as what gave birth to this segment in the podcast. So, news going on, finally, after hearing about this movie for so long... Shia's childhood memoir, biopic, whatever you want to call it, Honey Boy, which he wrote uh, the the whole screenplay for and everything, finally premiered at Sundance Film Festival over the Mm. last weekend to massive critical and audience acclaim. So happy. So happy. Super amazing to see Shia, like so many articles being written about him right now in such a positive light. yeah, You know, people saying that this is the movie that should really compel people to reevaluate him, understand him a little better and give him a little bit more respect.
1: Let's give him an Oscar nod next year, maybe. Oh yeah, I I mean,
0: I'm seeing people throw around that word more than ever. I think it's funny too because everyone's saying that Noah Jupe, who plays young, even Steven Zara Shia, everyone's saying that he deserves an Oscar and I think wow. it's funny that someone might win an Oscar for playing Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And that Shia LaBeouf won't win an Oscar.
1: I would be so happy if he if he at least got nominated for an Oscar.
0: Shia? Yeah,
1: Shia. Yeah. I mean, either of them, technically. But I mean, yeah, definitely Shia. There's so many movies that I think that he could have.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, easily. I mean, almost every movie he's done has been a at least award-worthy performance. Yeah,
1: especially like his latter movies. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this movie gets wide release or it's limited release at least.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping that it comes... I have a local community theater here and yeah. um, American Honey came to that theater. Okay. So I'm hoping that Honey Boy comes to that theater. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Also, it's currently 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes Heck based yeah. on 25 critic reviews. Sweet. Yeah, they said there's, there's no score yet for the audience, but... Uh, It's 100% for the critics, and the consensus is Honey Boy serves as an act of cinematic therapy for its screenwriter and subject, one whose Mm. unique perspective should strike a chord in audiences from all backgrounds.
1: Nice. Yeah, I can't wait to see it.
0: I cannot wait to see it either. Really, really excited about that. And also, quickly, uh, Christy uh, is, you know, kind of in the news now. She's been doing promo for the live-action Kim Possible movie. Mm -hmm. She did a bunch of interviews the other day, um, and it was revealed, her cameo in the movie was revealed. She's playing a pop star um, named Poppy Blue, who gives Kim and Ron a lift to one of their missions. Oh,
1: so she's got, like, a pretty, probably a lengthier... Cameo.
0: yeah which is pretty cool because that was something that happened all the time on the show like since kim's a teenager like she didn't have her license for a lot of the series yeah. so in order to get to her mission she would always like get a lift from someone and it'd be thanks for the lift whoever uh oh it's the least i could do after you saved my cat from that tree or like whatever it was <laughs> like yeah you know like she was always helping out everybody that's cool um so yeah she knows uh this pop star by the name of Poppy Blue who will be Christy. I actually since our holiday episode when we talked about the Kim Possible trailer and the Kim Possible franchise and everything I got way more into Kim Possible. I uh, watched most of the series I want to say on the Disney Now app and both of the movies and I've been Getting actually really, really excited for nice. this movie.
1: I'm going to have to do that.
0: I'm super into it. and
1: Yeah, I've, I've definitely toyed with the idea. I mean, I don't have as much time now with the baby, but um, I've toyed with the idea of, you know, watch... I mean, I've only seen a handful of episodes, but watching the series and, and just at least getting some sort of, like, references and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. No, yeah. yeah. It, it. I mean, everyone thinks the movie's going to be terrible, but I'm... Thinking it's going to be a fun, campy Disney yeah. Channel original movie ride, and I'm ready That'd for cool. it. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I think that's everything for yeah. today. Uh, this was a fun one for me, at least. I don't know what was wrong with me. I was breaking into a freaking laughing yeah. oh, this was a good fit.
1: One. This is a good one.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just really happy to be back. Me too. Get back into the swing of things. I really enjoyed watching this episode last night because, yeah, i been. <laughs> A little bit since I watched Even Stevens, and I was like, wow, yeah, I love this show.
1: <laughs> it was a good episode.
0: Yeah, fun episode to start back on. So thank you guys so much for listening. As always, be sure to follow us on all the socials. They'll be in the description of this uh, podcast episode. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, the website, evenstevensrank.com, which I have to renew that, <laughs> that domain name literally today yeah so all that good stuff send us an email whatever you want we actually got a few uh emails and comments on youtube uh over the break uh which is pretty cool we're gonna have to find a good time to read those but yeah thanks so much for listening and we will see you in the next episode
1: see ya